Hey y'all, welcome to any Revelations of the Second Degree, where love is the foundation of life with thyself. I'm Shawnee Wasserkoff, and by the grace of God, we are here together once again on a brand new day with a brand new any episode. Everywhere I look in my life at this point, it seems that we're we have never been discovering ourselves as much as we are in this season of our lives. And I know everyone is at a different season, at a different point, on a different stair, you know. But I look around me and everyone is trying to find themselves, trying to find what they love, trying to find paths to go down that they can do what they love and make a living, that they can do what they love and share with others. Finding themselves, trying to figure out, is this actually what I want to wear? Is this how I want to speak? Is this how I truly speak? You know, how far does my mask go? Is this who I am? And so often than not, we think that our identities are so confined. So I am only me because of this. I'm only me because of that. And if I don't have that, I can't be me. Um, And it becomes this thing of where my identity is now attached to something that is on the same playing field as me. It only is because of this person or it only is because of this event in my life. And there's... A lot that goes into our identities. And so today's in the episode is titled Depth of Our Identities. And I know this episode is going to be a beautiful one. I pray beforehand as I always do. And I'm just praying in my spirit as this episode continues. I'm looking forward to the revelations that we will get as a collective, but also as individuals. So Depth of Our Identities. Now, the episode came to me when I was reading Genesis 27. And Genesis 27 really begins with Isaac being pretty old. And it says that he cannot see, so he is now dependent on his other four senses. And Isaac's favorite son is Esau. Rebecca's favorite son is Jacob. Now, at the beginning of Genesis 27, Isaac asks Esau to go gather his hunting equipment and to go get him something to eat a savory dish and when he returns isaac shall bless esau rebecca overhears this and she tells jacob the same thing and she finds a shortcut to get the savory meal and she lays that upon jacob and she gets goat skin so jacob can begin to feel like esau and pretty much jacob can get the blessing that was meant for esau to get And so I want to read a specific excerpt from Genesis 27 because whether you know Esau and Jacob's story or not, it is a very beautiful excerpt, especially for this episode. And so we are going to read Genesis 27, 21 verse 25, and this is the amplified version. But Isaac wondered and said to Jacob, please come close to me so that I may touch you, my son, and determine if you are really my son Esau or not. And this is after Jacob has got in the meal and he has been brought into Isaac's room and this is where they stand right now Esau has not been back yet okay so Jacob approached Isaac and his father touched him and said the voice is Jacob's voice but the hands are the hands of Esau he could not recognize him as Jacob because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands so he blessed him but he said are you really my son Esau Jacob answered I am then Isaac said bring the food to me and I will eat some of my son's game so that I may bless you he brought it to him and he ate and he brought him wine and he drank so he came and kissed him and Isaac smelled his clothing and blessed him and said the scent of my son Esau is like the aroma of a field which is the which the Lord has blessed y'all when I read this I was like hold on baby 
I was so taken aback because I didn't get it at first. But what what really got me was that it was the scent and the touch. Um, And I was thinking about that in regards to Shani Wasserkoff because, baby, I change up my scents almost every day. My my arms may be hairy one day. They may be, they may be shaved another day. I may be wearing long sleeve. I may be wearing short sleeve. I may be wearing lace. I may be wearing sheer. You don't know. And so what 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 really got me in regards of this in, in regards to this is that again we we do our best, right? So he did his best into trying to in trying to decipher whether that was Jacob or Esau. But when it says the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And the scent of my son Esau is like the aroma of a field. So we believed that Jacob was Esau because again they got the goat from the field and they put the skin on Jacob so he could smell like Esau. And I thought about that to myself and I said no one could ever put on hair or no one could ever wear my earrings. They can never put on my clothes. They can never spray my my scents on themselves and all of a sudden they're me because Shani Wasserkoff is much deeper than that. I mean I was about to I was about to start yelling when I when I read this because. I was so confused. I said, there is no way in the potluck of the journey that Esau, Esau's blessing was swept under his feet. Of course, you know, he saw his birthright and everything of that nature. But I'm speaking just if I were to read this. There, there, I mean, how, you know, like, it, it, it makes my mind really work. And so that's what I want to work through in this episode, that we are not just how we look, we are not just how we smell, and we show ain't just how we sound. Our voices mature as we mature. Our sense mature as we mature. And so, again, what, what, what I really took away from this is that I cannot be how I smell. I cannot be how I look. That is a part of me, but it's not who I am. It's because of who I am internally. Parts of me that you probably will never see that I haven't even seen yet that make my exterior beautiful, that makes my clothing be beautiful, that makes my voice distinctive. It It's not the voice that makes me, it's me who makes my voice. And so when I read this, I was like, there is no way I'm walking into a room and people's eyes are closed and they say that's shiny because it smells like her. When you around shiny, you know you around shiny. Your eyes can be closed, your back could be turned, your, I mean, your head could be underground, but you know it is me. Again, my presence, my spirit, you know it is me. You do not finna walk into a room and be like, is that shot? You know it's me. And we're working towards getting to know ourselves so we can really step into our spirits, step into our presence, step into our voices. And so we can really walk into a room and declare who we are by just standing there and not having to go the extra mile. And again, it comes time to pitch ourselves. It comes time to do different things. But being who you are is being who you are without having to say a word. And so when I read this, it was so beautiful because I said, he cut off goat skin, right? And made the food and all of that. Had the smell on him and everything. It really just made me want to be myself even more. I want to be myself so badly that no one can even dare to think to try to be like me. And if they do decide to do that, they can't. They cannot be like me because I have put years and years of work into being Shani Wasserkoff. I have, I, I, I have done the work and I am doing the work and you just can never be me. I can never be you. It should never be a thing of where I want to be somebody else. I'm trying to be me. And that's why this season is so important because I see it in everybody's lives that we are trying to be ourselves so badly that it is it, it's so beautiful. But it's also such a challenging road to come from I'm choosing who I want to be 
versus I'm choosing who I am. And so it it's a beautiful thing. But when we talk about depth of our identities, mind you, it is because of who I am that makes who you see. And again, when we talk about titles, wife, husband, mom, dad, teacher, companion, mentor, brother, sister, friend. Those titles only matter because of the person who the title is given to. We have to realize that things don't add value to us. We add value to it. And then when we come together with those things, we can make something beautiful together. But it's not like you're my lifeline. It's not like I'm dependent on you to succeed or exist. It really gets you thinking because you ask yourself, am I only how I smell and and, and, am I only how I feel? Because for some of us, that's where we are in life right now. Someone could spray your scent. Someone could put on your clothes, walk up to somebody and be like, blindfold me. And they touch you and smell you and say, that is you. Are we just, or do we, do we just allow ourselves to be who we are on the outside? Because truthfully speaking, our outsides are supposed to complement our insides. That's how it was from the beginning of time. We're supposed to represent our hearts. That's why you see people de- dressing differently. And you see people's wardrobes changing because as I change as an eternal spiritual being, so does my wardrobe change to, again, complement that. And so through expressing myself, I'm not, it's not the other way around. It's not exterior, interior. It's, it's, it's interior through my exterior. And so the question really lies, are we allowing ourselves to be just this or just that? Are we allowing ourselves to be abundant, expansive beings capable of any and everything? Or are we allowing ourselves to be certain things? Just that thing. Like, who are you, really? What, 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 what makes you you? Because when you find out the things that make you you, you will begin to hone that. And whatever you touch, the value of that will go up. The worth of that will go up. The rooms you step in, the atmosphere will supersede what whoever in that room has ever experienced because you have walked into that. But you may still, you have that potential, but it may not happen because you're not walking in it. And so it's not about your potential. It's about what you decide to walk in because we all got potential, but that never means that we're going to reach any of our potential. And so the question really is, are we just how we feel? Are we just how we smell? Are we just how we sound? Again, my voice has changed, truly. My character has changed, but when you really start to step into yourself, it, 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 you realize how that part of you has been there all along. And on some accounts, it spewed out subconsciously, but now you can make the conscious effort to always choose who you actually are. To always choose to show that, to always choose to be that, to always choose to walk in that, and to all, and to always choose to give that. And so, reading Genesis twenty seven really made me think: Who is Shani Wasserkopf? Who who are you? Who who are who? Like who am I? What what makes us us? Like, could someone really go into a room and 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 spray my scent? And they be like, "That's Shani Wasserkopf," so I'm gonna bless her instead. I'm gonna give her that instead. I mean, I know God knows who I am. I know Jesus knows who I am. I, I, I know that. But what makes me distinct? Like, like, what makes me actually walk in the authenticity that I have been created with? 
who is Shani Wasikoff? Really, like, and, and this season is so important in our lives because as we find ourselves, we have to keep ourselves. It's nothing like learning something and having to relearn it because we don't keep it. And that's what I'm learning as well when I learn scripts and things of that nature, memorizing it for the long term and not for short term. And it brings me to Psalms 139, uh, 13 through 15. This is the NLT version. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. You knit me together. Do you know why knitting takes so long? Every single piece matters. If there is a mess up, you're usually going to have to go back. Every single piece matters. It is an intricate, tedious job. But the end result is always beautiful. And so when it says that God knit together the inner parts of my body, I must be more than how I smell. I must be more than how I look. I must be more than how I feel. He knit me together. That means that my identity has to be much more than than who you see right now. It, it has to be. He knit me together. That is intricacy to the utmost. He knit me together. He knit us together. He knit us together. He knit us together. You thought you was deep. You real deep now. He knit us together. Knit us together in, in our mother's room. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous for how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. Like, the part that really gets me is you knit me together. Like, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. I have been knitted together. I, I can't be this one thing. Our identities are so broad. We have to allow ourselves to evolve. We have to allow ourselves to grow. I love this episode because I'm trying to figure out what, what points to hit, but I, I, that, that, that is it. Like, that is it. Who are you? Could someone just spray your scent? Could someone just blow your clothes? Could someone just sign your name off? And will no one care to think, is that really who that is? What about you is memorable? What about you is only you? Hone that. Hone that. What can you do that no one can do? And that is be yourself. You add something different. We have many writers in the world. We have many people who play instruments. We have many people who dance. We have many people who sing. We have many people who cook. We have many people who host. It is all right to do something that has been done before, but you can never do it as it's been done before if you're truly walking in who you are. I mean, he knit us together. Can we please understand that? We have been knitted together. After that, what else is there to say? We have been knitted together. We have been knitted together. And so when I was reading Genesis 27, I said, I have to make it my duty every single day to become more of Shani Wasserkoff because there is no way you finna spray my scent and be like you me. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. I was wondering that, like, Last year, around this time, literally, my hair was shaved off completely. It was a very tapered buzz cut. And so I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I was going to school and everything like that. Fast forward to this year, my afro was touching the ceilings. <laughs> I have a lot of hair. And so my main thought was, are they going to know it's me because of my hair? Man, 
Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Now, some people still give me mixed up with Afia, but it's all right. Afia is my sister, by the way. But at the end of the day, the hair ain't the thing that's shiny. It's what shiny chose to do with her body, and that's because it best represents her at this time in her life. But the hair ain't shiny. Shiny makes the hair, you know? And so, again, it's like, oh, that's something that shiny would do. Like, again, you once you and, and you realize when you look back over your life that God works so crazy, y'all. Like, he's so good. He would allow the real you to shine sometimes. And you don't really know it because you can't really decipher it. And sometimes it irritates you because it's not who you're choosing to be. So you're like, who is this person? But sometimes it, it reminds me almost of a blackout. Because in the moment you don't realize it. But when you look back over your life and you're analyzing your actions and your choices, you say, you know what? I actually did good in that situation. Like, and you realize how you, who you really are has always been trying to shine through, break through come through like and stay there and and you realize how every single time we said no we said not right now that's unprofessional you can't be here right now instead of saying yes I'm going to figure out how to best be ourselves in this predicament I'm going to figure out how to shine as who I am while still doing what I love to do mind you you keep telling somebody no they're gonna be like okay no, then. I, and why am I going to keep asking you if the answer is going to always be no? But something that I love about God, he going to always be fighting for you, no matter how many no's you got. And so he going to always allow yourself to push through. No, 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 not today. A year later, I'm still pushing through. Because the best thing about God is that he not only has greatness for us, but he sticks through us when we think that greatness is impossible for us to reach. He sticks with us through that dark period. Like, it's not just, oh my gosh, I'm being awarded my crown, and now he's putting it on our head. It's because he was there to craft a crown, he was there to craft us, and he was there to love us when we neglected him, neglected ourselves, neglected life. He was there every single step of the way because he knew one day we will reach where we are right now, and we're going to reach greater. It is a blessing to know, and you, when you think about it, that the truth of you has always been. It has always been trying to shine permanently, to stay permanently, to love permanently, and to, and, and to be one with you permanently. And when you finally begin to discover that and choose who you actually are, you realize that your impact is much greater than just a couple moments in your life that you like, oh yeah, that was, kind, that was cute. That was actually genuine, you know? It becomes an every moment basis, an everyday basis. Your impact grows. So other than that, we want praise. We, we side eye on people. We like... I want this, or I want that, or, or I want her life. And you don't realize, people earn their spots, man. You want dedication. You want books to be dedicated to you. You want award speeches to be dedicated to you. But you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know? The depth of your identity goes into all of that. Who are you to be aware of this? Who are you to earn this? Again, it's about the grace of God that we're alive and we have these opportunities. But it's also about us doing our part. Our relationship with God, but also our relationship with ourselves. We have so many things that we want, but we aren't willing to do anything to build ourselves up to be prepared for our wants, to be prepared for the journey to the wants and through the wants. It is a blessing. It is a blessing as you begin to know yourself and be like, I once was someone who someone could have got my clothes from my closet. Someone could have picked up the same scent that I got from Walmart or whatever the case may be, and they could have walked into a room. 
with, with, with my backpack. They could walk into a room with, with my heels and been like, my name is Shawnee Wasikoff. Nice to meet y'all. And people would have been like, hey, Shawnee Wasikoff, how are you? Please take a seat at this table. But now they cannot do that. It is a blessing to look back over your life and say once, but never again. Used to be, but ain't now. But you have to be honest that it once was not like it is now. That you ain't who you are anymore. And that your past is constantly looking at the present, thanking you. That your inner child is, is in that bouncy house, screaming at the top of their lungs because they are appreciative that, yes, she did grow. Yes, he did grow. Yes, they did grow. Yes, I did grow. Yes, my identity is deep. Yes, my identity is broad. Yes, God has knit me together. You made all the inner and delicate parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. He has knitted us together. Hello? He has knitted us together. Thank you, Jesus. He has knitted us together. We are so intricate. Our identities are much more than the average eye can perceive. We don't even understand everything. Even as you begin the journey and as you continue on the journey, there are so much things to learn, but he has knit us together, man. I'm going to always be unknitting. I'm going to always be trying to find. I'm going to always be discovering. It is such a blessing to know that Shani Wasikoff is not this one thing. It's, I'm not just one thing. I'm not just two things. I'm not just five things. It's, it's, an, it's infinite possibilities for me. You, I mean, like, do you know what that means to somebody? There's infinite possibilities for me, man. Like, I can really do all things through Christ that strengthens me when I realize that he, that he knit me together. Man, it, 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 it gets me because it's like I once was that person that, 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 that someone could easily Im- like imitate, easily mock. But even then, they couldn't do it because God stood by my side. And even in the times, man, where I chose to be someone completely opposing of who Shani Wasserkopf actually is and grows to be, God still allowed my truth to shine through sometimes, you know? He still allowed my knitted heart, the delicate inner parts of my body, to shine through. And so even in times where it felt like I, 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 and I was taking the easy way out, where I was being the easiest and the most likable version of myself, confining myself to everyone's booklet of this is who Shani Wasserkopf should be, even in those moments, they still couldn't be me. Even in those moments, they still couldn't be me. That is powerful. Something that, the story also reminds me of is how sometimes people won't see they won't choose to acknowledge i will say your identity and the depth of your identity they will tie it to one thing and say because you don't want to be this thing because you aren't this thing or because you don't live up to this thing you can't be who you are you can't be chani wasakoff with hair i met you when you didn't have any you know, so often than not, we, we we meet people and they don't learn our character. And what's beautiful about that is sometimes we're not always walking in our true character, but God gives certain and anoints people's eyes to see parts of us, to see the knitted parts and the delicate parts of our inner workings before we do. He places people in our lives to push and to encourage us to dig deep and to bring that out. Man. And sometimes everybody won't be like 
Wow, you're authentic. Wow. I never been no one like you. Sometimes people will flip it. And mind you, in a lot of people's lies, the truth lies right there. And if I, again, that's how the devil works. He knows the word. He knows how God has knitted us together. He knows how intricate we are. He knows how wonderfully complex and, 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 and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows all these things. But if for one second, he can plant the seed that these things don't exist. If he can lie to you, because you may not know this, and you may know it, but it may be a hard time in your life. He plant that seed. And you take that in. It's not that this is not true. It's just that the truth might not be something that you're acting off of right now. And so, I'm not saying everybody's going to verbalize the truth of how authentic and impactful and lovely and beautiful you are. But I'm saying you need to do it for yourself. You need to walk in that for yourself. You need to recite those scriptures for yourself. Everybody ain't going to tell you that. You might have about two people in your life who reiterate to you genuinely, sincerely. And that's all right. But no, whether you walk into a room and they like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, or they are straight-faced, that does not change who you are. Do not allow them to make you question yourself. Do not allow them to make you change or hunch over or to tilt your chin down. You hold your chin up. You hold your chest up because you are much deeper than what they see. You are much deeper than, oh, I don't get applause, so man, I'm, I'm done. You are much deeper than, you know what, I love your shirt. No one responds. You know what, I don't, like, I need like it anyway. You are much deeper than whether you get a response or not. Walk as you are whether someone acknowledges you doing such or not. It's all right. It gets more challenging as you get closer to who you actually are and who you're evolving to be. But you, but you got to stay the path because it's such a beautiful journey. Man, it is. And so the depth of your identity runs wide. It's not just about how you look and how you smell. It's about what you love to do and how that transforms in your life. Really, the gifts God has blessed you with since you were, you know, in your mother's womb. It, it, it really is a miracle, man, to be alive and to have the opportunity to live. When it comes down to it, we all have been knit together. We all have the opportunity to seek after. And knowing that is a blessing. Honing that is a blessing. I am very thankful to not be who I used to be. I am very thankful to be distinctively Shawnee Wasserkopf. Man, it is a blessing. And something that I would say is one of the greatest blessings of knowing your identity and the broadness and the expansion of that is knowing that it's okay to say no. Even if you thought your name was on that blessing. Because... If God before you, who can be against you? Yeah, it hurts because I thought the blessing was for me, man. But whatever God has for me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get. And I ain't willing to settle nor beg nobody for anything. It's so beautiful honing who you really are. Because settling is no longer an option. Confining yourself is no longer an option. Doing things just because is no longer an option. 
is no longer an option. You realize that there is greatness out there for you to get. And if you don't Colossians 3.23 it, and you, if you don't do it hardly unto the Lord and not unto men, you're, you're prolonging the journey then. That's one of the best things about getting to know yourself and honing that and standing firm in that. Be on guard. Stand firm in your faith. Be courageous. Be strong and do everything in love. 2 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. It is a blessing to be able to say, I am who I am. And whether you decide to acknowledge that or not does not tell me the fact of my truth and the truth that I am walking in. And so whether you decide to hand me this opportunity or not, I know that God has greater for me. Again, God tells us no. God tells us not now so often. But he never gives us subpar. Everything is always timely. We just have to be willing not to settle. Because when it comes to the depth of our identities, we have to realize that he knit us together. And so it's going to take our whole life and even some of eternity to realize every single time he knit and knit and knit and knit. Woven together in the dark of the womb. It's a beautiful thing because it's like we're unraveling ourselves while also building ourselves up. <laughs> Such a beautiful journey, but know that. First acknowledge. It might have been easier for someone to impersonate you, but they can never be you. They can never be you. They can try to, it's people out there who are really good at voice impersonations. People out there who can find exactly where you got your outfit from. People out there who got some great, 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 great <laughs> sniffs. <laughs> and they can figure out where you got your perfume or cologne or what or scents from. But if they have everything, they will never have your heart. They will never have you. They can never be you. And that is the beauty of life when we finally decide to be ourselves we can truly be anything that we want to be because we need the truth of us to get to the truth of our goals and our heart's desires to get to the truth of our greatness to get to the truth of walking in abundance and so never forget that God made all the delicate inner parts of your body and knit you together in your mother's womb don't ever forget that it is the most it's so, it's, it's so important. Man, thank you, Jesus. The depth of our identities. We are much more than the eye can see. That's why it's important that we don't only use our eyes to see. <laughs> and that's why we walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> this episode really does give, and I'll see you back for part two. <laughs> but I'm very thankful. That I'm so much more than that. You know? I could be speaking for eternity about how who Shani Wasikoff is. What makes me me. You know? He knit me together, man. He he knew all my days before I even w- w- was born. There's so many things that make up me that I am still finding out. So many desires that I thought were my desires, but it's only coming from who I chose to be. Man, 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 it is a blessing to finally walk in the truth of who I am, who you are, who we are. So let's do it. 
Let's not settle anymore. Let's not confine ourselves anymore. We lose a lot by choosing the truth. But we gain the greatest things of them all. I believe in all of you. I really do. I know what I know what I know what I believe, I believe, I believe. Be willing to sacrifice. Because you might have gotten comfortable. But who says that was really where you were supposed to reside? <laughs> I love y'all so much. I'm always thankful when I realize that we have recorded another episode. It blesses me so much. I'm very thankful because, again, I just really am very keen on hitting points that God lays upon my heart because I never know where these episodes are going to go. I'm very keen on just praying that someone takes away something. It resonates with somebody. I just believe in us all to really just get to know ourselves because it's such a blessing to know even when I chose not to be who I knew God had for me to be and made me to be and created me to be and knitted me to be. People could still not be me. And so that's only amplified when I decide to actually walk in who I am. Thank you, Jesus. I'm very appreciative and I love y'all very much. Let's chat. What did you take away from this of our identities? What what did you get from it? What was a revelation? What was something that it sparked in you and experience in your life? Let's talk about it. You all can follow us on Instagram where you can comment under a post or chat with us in our messages. And we're at I-N-N-I-S-P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. In his presence. I love you all so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for living and existing. Continue to seek the truth. Continue to put in the effort. And continue to grow and seek change. Because that is the only way to really go, is to change. I love you all so much. Make your life worthwhile by living the truth. I'll speak with you all very soon. God loves you and so do I. And until I do, Shani Wasserkoff says, Thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful. Laters. Bzzz, Don't ever stop believing in yourself. Please.